Welcome to the Inspirations News Podcast, sponsored by Quebec's only newspaper devoted exclusively to the news of the special needs community. Tune in regularly to hear uplifting success stories, learn about resources, and gain timely advice in the area of special needs, featuring experts in various fields. Here's your host, host, Mark Bergman. Welcome to another episode of the podcast and time to talk about a brand new film that'll be premiering next month featuring five friends who through friendship and creative arts come together to make a feature length film called The Power of One. They're all diagnosed with autism and Asperger's. They share accomplishments and encourage each other to never give up and follow their dreams. The film premieres on March 13th and 14th. And joining me now, the producer and director, Stephen Atme, and Farid Ghul, co-writer, actor, and songwriter. Guys, thanks for being here and tell me how this amazing project all got started. Many, many of us have uh, known each other as far as um, since school, actually. Like some of us have been within the summit system for a very long time, like uh, within the main campus or uh, even in high school as well. And throughout the years, um, as we got acquainted with each other, there's a lot of things that uh, about us that we are very similar with, you know, so we can talk about many, many things and enjoy each other's company, have a good time. And Every one of us as, uh, you know, musicians, actors, and so on, so on, we, we were associated with different theater groups, such as like, first off, I can dream theater or summit school and so on. And we decided like a couple of years ago, why don't we do something independently with a variety show yeah. we did back then called special people have dreams fifth anniversary celebration, major success. And then. At one point, many people were asking from there on, um, what's going to happen? Are you going to do these kinds of things every year? Not every year, but you know, <laughs> yeah. but one little bit at a time. Yeah. And then after that, we said, you know, why don't we make this into a different approach? Instead of making this into a live entertainment on stage, why don't we have the same people come together again, but this time write our ideas and then make it into a movie? All right, Stephen said you guys are all very similar. Tell me about your similarities, the group. If there's uh, one thing we do have in common mainly is that we both go to summer school together. We uh, both grew up as friends. And uh, what's great about these friends is that uh, we get to express, uh, we get to express ourselves uh, differently in our own ways through uh, whatever makes us feel unique and very special you're all autistic the the five of you absolutely we are all five uh, friends with autism and all so with so with our autism there's like a lot of things to communicate with society with like not only you know through words like how we have our conversation but through our abilities such as again with through the music or sometimes these uh, stimulations actually help us you know um how do you put this well, tell me a yeah. little bit about about autism and music. Autism and music. Well, autism and music, they are a great combination, you know, like there's always going to be that same repetition. If you really if you really like a song very much and you happen to keep repeating that same melody, whether you hum it or sing it, that's one way of communicating with other people, you know. For us, if you have a conversation, it's different. But it's the question of, you know, what triggers them in a good kind of trigger because you know if you if you play if you play a music 
every song, every melody leaves, you know, uh, some kind of message. What are they trying to tell us? And we can relate to them. So with that kind of uh, autism approach and music, or even all kinds of abilities, that's what makes every one of them a great combo, a great trio, signifies every uniqueness. And I want to get back to, in a second, to uh, the history of, of music uh, in your life. Uh, but you talked about every song having a message. And Farid, I know that the film has a message as well. Can you talk to me a bit about the message of the film? If there's one thing I do know about the message of the film is that uh, it gives us a chance to be who we are and to show people what we can do in life. It also shows them that uh, we are... We are more than just uh, that. We are more than just uh, the kind of people we used to be from summit school. Mm. Interesting. So you really go in deep into your lives and being part of summit school. Being part of summit school has always been a part of my life to me, and it has taught me about how it's okay to be. It's okay to feel unique in our own ways. Tell me, without giving anything away, tell me what people can expect from the film. Tell me a little bit of what it's about. Okay. Well, first off, there is no specific storyline whatsoever. But, um, you know, like Saturday Night Live, where that same team would, uh, you know, either write skits, uh, originals, parodies from various medias. So with each of us five, we actually... And don't worry, I'll make it as classified as I possibly can. <laughs> um, we've actually filmed across Montreal okay. to do all these um, skits that we've done. We call, we call them skits because, you know, it's kind of like a, you know, sharing somewhat of our background story on how, on how is it, uh, with our, with our quote unquote disabilities that makes us, you know, live the lives the way that we live right now and pursuing these dreams, making them blossom. And, uh, so, okay. So, so the film is divided into skits. It is divided into skits. There are eight of them. There are eight of them. Like, um, some with music, some with dialogue, some with a lot, a lot of things. And the title speaks itself, despite our differences with the special needs, beliefs, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. One thing that we have in common is, first of all, we are similar in many ways. And despite our challenges, there is more to life than meets the eye. And if, it's, if you know exactly what you want to do with your life, you go for it. Give that second chance. Give many more chances. And you know what? Make a difference. Fareed, tell me a bit about putting the film together. You're, you're one of the co-writers of the film. Tell me about how it all, it all came together. Because it seems different skits and different actors. How did it come together as one? Well, well, individually we uh, individually we would come up with our own skits. Like for example, how Stephen uh, composed his own songs, uh, one of his own songs. I had to write one of my own songs. Oh, really? Yes. And tell uh, me about it. Yeah, I mean, for example, my song is about how uh, how uh, as human beings we should. Uh, how we should find our own different perspectives throughout life, throughout uh, the people we love, throughout nature, and uh, throughout uh, whatever obstacles may come to us. Like, uh, for example, I've been in summer school for 15 years, and after I, lo- and after I left summer school, 
for four years, I have uh, experienced life uh, outside my old school. And tell me what it was like to leave Summit School and some of the obstacles uh, that you faced when you left Summit. Leaving Summit School was, uh, at first leaving Summit School was, uh, was a big change for me. It was, uh, it was really hard for me to accept uh, when it comes to, uh, when it comes to leaving uh, all my old friends behind from uh, different paths and places. But uh, after, but I, I, however, after leaving some school, uh, I have discovered how different life was for me. Hmm. Uh, In what way? Uh, throughout, uh, uh, throughout uh, learning newer, newer academics, like higher academics that we have uh, never learned back at summer school, how it is important to live through life uh, in uh, many ways as we can. I love it. We're talking about challenges. Uh, Stephen, tell me about some of the challenges that you've gone through. I mean, you've been musically inclined since the age of eight years old, right? Yeah, I was musically inclined at the, yeah, around eight, I, even 11 as well. Um, because as a kid growing up with autism, I had a hard time speaking, comprehending, and following directions. And um, most of the time with my speaking ability, it was very, very hard. And it was hard for my parents to worry, like, what, what the future would be like uh, for me, like, once I get into the real world. Or when I started, when I started going to school at Park Hill Elementary, actually. Um, but if it's one thing that the, both my parents realize is, um, they, as much as they are aware of my autism, they never treat me any differently. And within time, within time, with time, um, I will get there. I will get there. They helped, they helped me overcome my fear in everything. I was afraid of everything, uh, like going to the park and swings and so on. It was hard making friends. It was hard making friends at Partail. I was called many names because I was called, called different and uh, even threw rocks out. Hmm. So in that way, I had a wonderful teacher. Like my parents have done for me, like, like they helped, like they helped me, uh, again, overcame my fears and a lot of things. She helped me learn how to read, my former teacher, learn how to read, learn how to write, and so on, so on. But then when I went to Summit School, which was where I met Fareed and along with our other friends too, Samuel Lewis, Gabriel Fada, and Melissa Nauer. That school had a lot of students like us, you know. So it was the best way of, uh, you know, starting off fresh, starting off new beginnings and something that we could relate to. And then when it came to music, Mark, music has this way of communicating with other people. That's when I started playing the piano, self-taught. Or I sang a lot of Disney songs. Just yeah. all the way. Hey, what do you say? But you try talking to me, you hear the cricket in the background, that pin drop. But even until now, when I write, when I write music, when I sing in English, French, Italian, opera, and etc., it makes my heart content. And I think it's something. I, that's why I'm going back to what we said before. If there is going to be that certain spark within each and every single individual that just, you know, makes them want to blossom or you can communicate with them the very same way within their abilities. Oh, they would love you. Mm. They would love you so very much. We could just go on with these conversations verbally or not, but with the abilities, with your talents, that's how 
I became the man I am today, and I always encourage the rest of the special needs community and the society to do the same thing. Love yourself, appreciate um, you know everything that you have, what you got, especially through your family, friends, and loved ones. Period. That's such a, a beautiful message, but not easy for young people going through uh, or who have autism or disabilities, and even even people your age. I mean, you're able to able to overcome it. But what do you tell others that just can't get around the corner? Yes, it is hard to realize the truth in the very beginning but give it a little bit more time you look at yourself in the mirror and one day you see yourself what is my true purpose and then suddenly there's that spark everybody has a purpose everybody has a purpose like like within for like like example with Farid's song if, if it's okay with you, free, can I tell them the title of it? Or um, I've I've written that uh, spell. Yeah, let's title. keep it under wraps because we want, we want, we want people to, to go to the premiere and, and check it out. But tell me a little Sorry. bit about uh, the song, and tell me, you know, we're talking about everybody having a purpose, and what does that mean to you? Right. Well, uh, this music video we've made for the song I wrote. Uh, the song I wrote is mostly uh, being surrounded by nature and. Uh, learning to respect and appreciate what uh, what it gives us. And uh, it also helps us to, uh, to admire, admire and uh, to connect ourselves with the people in our lives whom we have lost and whom we have loved. Mm-hmm. On the podcast, uh, very often, or every podcast, we talk about um, you know society being more inclusive and accepting. Yes. Uh, do you find in 2020 uh, that we have a society become have become more accepting and inclusive of, spe- of people with special needs? There are times where people can be accepting. However, some people can't due to uh, due to uh, understanding differences and. Uh, in my opinion, I think that is that it is important to remind these people that that uh, being different can can always be a good thing in our lives. Stephen, I'm going to throw the same question to you. Do you find that we've become uh, more inclusive, less inclusive, uh, neutral? Well, now nowadays there are more people that are aware of our situations than once upon a time in the '90s, for sure. And it's starting to become a lot better. People are starting to realize that, uh, you know, there are people with many cases with all sorts of disabilities, but there are others that still live, first of all, by the book. So to the certain professionals, what is, what is there to expect within their, first of all, their curricular acti- activity or what would their everyday life be like? Some families would even feel discouraged because they live by what these professionals say. Mm. But if we were to continue representing ourselves as, you know, let's say, for instance, my name is Stephen Atomy and this is Fareed Gall, we are not like labeled, you know, and we can, and it's not every day that, um, people, people actually share their personal side of the story, but that personal side of the story could really hit a spark. Because if anybody were to hear our side of the story, there are many people within that practice for years that will come up eventually and say, I, I've been doing this for years and I shouldn't have done that a long time ago. And I realized that I should accept them the very same. 
So if you were to continue spreading this kind of awareness of what kind of disabilities that we have and, and there's so much potential that we can do, that's what makes society a better place. And that's part of the reason for the movie as well, right? Amen to that, yes. Absolutely. We're going to wrap it up in a couple of seconds, but uh, I want you to be a great salesman now and tell me why people listening to this podcast should come out and see the movie. Well, first of all, you can't say no to going to the movies, ladies and gentlemen. That's one thing. And uh, number two, we are, first of all, a month away a month away until the big night. And you know, this is the kind, this is the kind of thing that, uh, all families and everybody in general public would come about and see a great entertainment with us five friends doing an independent, the independent project that took a good 10 months. Wow. 10 months to do it. And let us tell you, Mark, it is worth it. And I hope, and we hope that, uh, when people leave the auditorium, they leave with inspiration, spreading that kind of message, because we hope if this movie is a success, who knows where it will lead. You never know. Okay. Who wants to give me the details of uh, when and where and how people can catch the movie? And- well, first of all, um, if you go on eventbrite.ca, Type down the Power of One premiere. All the information is there. If you so, you can choose March 13th and 14th. The doors will open at six and the premiere will start at seven. So, um, if you simply, yeah, if you simply get your tickets online, eventbrite.ca, the information is there and the premiere will take place at Vanier Cottage Auditorium. Very easy to get there, uh, accessible for those who are handicapped as well. So at least that way, it is more inclusive for everybody. Stephen Atme and Farid Ghul, you guys are awesome. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. Thank you very Thank you so much. much, Mark. You've been listening to the Inspiration News Podcast with Mark Bergman. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast and the English Montreal School Board Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.